What's up guys, this is All The Smoke on Strength and Physique with your hosts, Chris and Adam, where we provide you with evidence-based information, community support, and recognition to all who are bettering themselves with fitness. On this episode, we're both going to talk about supplements. What are they, what you should take, and what they don't actually do, what a lot of people think they might be doing for you. That's, that's an interesting way to put that. Yeah, oh well, it is what it is. Actually, alright, let's start off with caffeine because it's in every single pre-workout. Some people freak out if they don't have their pre their caffeine in their pre-workout. Caffeine makes you poop though, so it's it's a nice little Well it it sucks all the water into your stomach, especially mm. when you have like a gram per sitting. <laughs> but so caffeine. Uh we're the main ones ow dude I just hit my foot. That hurt so bad. Okay. So what supplements are we gonna talk about? <laughs> Well, so we'll list out what we're going to talk about and then we can kind of get in the specifics of should you take it or should you not take it and kind of like the recommended doses uh, throughout the podcast. So the main supplements we're going to talk about today is creatine, whey protein, fish oil, beta alanine, ashwagandha, caffeine, and BCA. So like Chris said, we'll start with caffeine, right? Um, Caffeine, as we know, um, it's a powerful drug, right? Um, But it is one of those that you build a tolerance towards. So um, a lot of the times, right, we build the tolerance and we need more of it to kind of get the same effects. Fun fact um, recently, actually, I just looked at my caffeine intake because I was feeling exhausted all the time. I was, I was like 950 per day. That's insane. The, the, now the, I'm back down to like 240. See, my thing is that the, the way that you're able to tolerate and be able to intake that is impressive to me because anything over 200 for me, holy crap, my heart rate just gets through the roof. So we're not going to obviously talk about like the genetic component of all that. Um, but right. Caffeine is a powerful, um, drug that, you know, enhances the sympathetic, uh, feeling. So, right. You're more aroused throughout the rest of the day or through a short period of time. Usually the life, uh, lifespan of caffeine is around four to six hours. Um, sometimes a little shorter, um, sometimes a little longer, again, depending on your tolerance towards it. I would say four to six hours too, if you take a large amount in one sitting. Now, if you have a cup of coffee or you have two cups of coffee, it might be like six to eight mm-hmm. from my understanding. But then I also read that, I think I just read this today or yesterday too, that the larger amount you take, the faster it gets out of your system too. I, I'm honestly, I'm not sure about might that. Might not be completely clear on that, but you got to, caffeine takes anywhere from four to eight hours from what me and Adam are summarizing yeah but i mean it's great again for performance uh, output it decreases t- pain tolerance um so usually right you're able to go throughout your session or whatever you're kind of doing throughout the day uh, for a longer duration um with that right um, but i guess recommended amounts right there's no specific amount for one individual um, but through issn we found a range from anywhere from three to six uh, milligrams per kg of your body weight um so again i would al- i always recommend starting on that low end to see how you respond um, and then if you're not really quote unquote feel anything, you can kind of incrementally increase. But right, uh, more isn't always better, especially with caffeine. It is very addictive. So with caffeine, who do you think should take it? Why? And is it is it worth it? Is it a supplement that's worth taking? Um, I think anyone, anyone can benefit from the effects of caffeine, right? It's one of those things that actually um, can break the blood brain barrier. Um, so you usually will get that nootrophic um, benefit from it. Right. Um, but just make sure, right, you don't have um, anything uh, with cardiovascular issues like as a hyper blood hypertension um, or anything like that. Again, if you're super sensitive, right, start on that low end. Um, and then if you need 
to incrementally increase. Um, but yeah, I think anyone can benefit from it. Um, but again, use it sparingly. Don't don't make it a quote-unquote habit because again, your tolerance towards it um, will increase and then the um, effects of caffeine do tend to de- decrease. Yes. And let's go ahead and go into the next one. We have a list. Creatine is next on the list. Do you, I personally currently take... Actually, let's discover that. What supplements do you take right now? Me? Currently, um, whey protein, um, just because my life is so crazy busy right now. Um, I'll usually do one to two scoops a day um, with my breakfast um, just because it's a whey um, at home. And then creatine, um, just because I think creatine is that holy grail supplement. Um, It's got numerous effects, although it's a lot of people are paranoid about it. I think it's the best supplements anyone can take, no matter what age or um, goal you have. But what about you, Chris? Well, you nailed that one on the head. I take creatine as well. Mm -hmm. I don't see any negative effects. It has, especially in Florida, with the heat benefits that it provides your body, uh, but also putting on muscle mass, just overall uh, muscle endurance, strength gains, like creatine's probably, if you're training, you should be taking it. There's, I don't think, any negative side effects other than weight gain. Yeah, the only negative side effects is weight gain, but break down the science for you, right? Your water or your muscle is 75% water, right? Creatine retains water. So if you have more water in a muscle, usually your muscle becomes a little bit bigger. So intracellular water um, within your muscle is better. Um, But again, there's numerous health benefits as it um, helps kind of reduce the risk of concussions, um, reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease, um, and also kind of reduces brain... um, atrophy so again creatine is that one supplement that i don't care what you do um you should be taking it it's dirt cheap don't fall for any of those hydrochlorides or crealkaline in my opinion if you can tolerate uh, creatine monohydrate it doesn't upset your stomach um and you've tried it tried it with and without food um stick to that basic cheap stuff because again um supplements companies are they love to make certain supplements seem like they're the newest latest greatest stuff yeah so i take creatine I take pre-workout that has caffeine in it, but it also has creatine. It has beta alanine, which we'll talk uh, touch on, and it has a little bit of ashwagandha that we'll also touch on. Uh, and then I also take ashwagandha, which we'll touch on, and I take whey protein occasionally. I eat a high-protein diet naturally, so most part I don't usually need uh, protein supplementation. But on days where I was super busy or I, for some reason, lacked focus in protein that day, uh, at the end of the day, I'll take a protein shake before going to bed and it usually puts me back to where I need to be. Um, So those are the ones we take. Uh, Creatine, basically, like you said, uh, and we are currently saying you probably should be taking it if you're training or if you're an athlete, you probably should be taking it. To initially start taking creatine, you want to take... 15 to 20 grams approximately for five to seven days. And then after that, you need to take it daily. So that's going to be the hardest thing is just consistently hitting it Mm -hmm. daily. So figure out how to mix it. Uh, Something I've tried to start doing in my morning routine is I go to the bathroom. I hop on the scale right away because I'm in a bulking phase. And then I go get orange juice, a glass of orange juice to start my calories off right. And I put my creatine in it. So that's Mm -hmm. my morning routine. Uh, so really just figure out a way to get it and it's beneficial and we're not going to even really ask, I'm not going to ask you if you should be taking it or who should yeah, be. You definitely should be taking yeah. it. If you don't want to do a loading phase, um, you just do five grams per day. Um, and eventually, and eventually it'll yeah. get, it'll yeah. get, your muscles will get full of it. Yes. So creatine, 
Definitely should be taking it. If I had a top three supplementation list, it'd probably be number one. Yes, I would completely agree. Second to actually protein though, because protein should be one of the biggest things. Protein supplementation can be any type of protein powder. Uh, just a side note, if you're going to do a vegan protein, just make sure uh, it, yeah, it's, it's complement. So it has uh, two, it's mainly rice and pea protein is going to be the two biggest complementary proteins that you'll see in the vegan market. But take it as needed daily intake for your protein if your resistance training should be right around 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kg yeah grams per kg if it's anywhere from 0.8 to 1.2 grams per pound yes is usually what your protein should be yeah and if you don't know how to figure out your body weight in kilograms just whatever your body weight in pounds is divide that by 2.2 the reason why we use kilograms for a lot is because across the world that's going to be the standard unit just america is weird so we use pounds yes but next one is fish oil do you have you ever taken fish oil do you i currently don't um student budget problems but man i used to take fish oil um there's numerous things right it helps with asthma um helps with joint health eye health um and just obviously with the reduced um inflammation that great omega-3 fatty acids um do for your body um, usually you want anywhere from three to six grams per day. Um, off the top of my head, I'm not hundred percent sure what the EPA DHA content should be, but usually EPA should be higher. Um, and I would say, right with fish oil, um, you might experience those nasty fishy burps. Um, but there's a lot of great companies out there that have this, uh, nice eccentric coating, um, on it. So you don't experience those, um, burps or they're just flavored. So, but I definitely think fish oil for overall health standpoint, um, is one of those supplements that you should take. Honestly, fun fact, the the fish oil burps is not something I n- knew of until our grad program. I had never heard of it. I've never experienced it. Mm-hmm. I've never... It, yeah, it was really interesting. interesting. So this is just... Side effects aren't for everyone. Uh, that's something I had never even heard of before my grad program. Mm-hmm. So if we mention side effects, don't think it's going to happen to you. Uh, they're side effects and they're really not... It's not like side effects to like life altering drugs it's just like upset stomach slight water increase uh you're burping so uh nothing to worry about it might be more beneficial than harmful but again if you're uh, remember the key word right now we're using is supplements right so if you get if you eat plenty of fish or omega-3 fatty acids um it's probably not wise or important for you to um focus on a fish oil supplement so again always make sure your diet's a check and if it is you don't have to again waste your money um, on a certain supplement. Yeah, like it, if, if you eat sushi all the time or you eat fish all the time, don't be wasting your money on like fish oil pills. Like Same thing with protein, right? If your protein's yeah. already on point, um, there's no reason to even, again, invest in a protein powder, right? If you can get it through Whole Foods, I think that's where you should enhance your focus on. But again, for creatine, right, it's really hard to get 15 to 20 grams per day or five grams Because it, na- it is in your natural food. Mm-hmm. However, it's hard to eat your natural food and get the amount that you really need. So that's why creatine is so important to have. Uh, the next one we'll talk about, uh, beta alanine. It's not one I am 100 textbook savvy. Uh, it doesn't. I. It doesn't really help with lean muscle mass gaining. Oh, I mean, you can kind of make the argument, right? If it's fighting "quote unquote" fatigue in the gym, you should be able to put yeah, your okay, intensity yeah. a little bit harder. So you can kind of draw the lines together. But there's no 
study out there that says, right, if you take beta alanine, right, you're going to improve your physique by X amount of pounds or X blah, blah, blah. Um, but it does, it's a lactate buffer. So, right, that burning sensation that you usually feel um, when you're exercising is that lactate accumulation, those hydrogen ions, blah, blah, blah. Beta alanine kind of fights that. Um, and there's really good research on there in the aerobic capacity um, with rowers, um, even cyclists and stuff like that. When they take beta alanine, um, they're able to go on through a prolonged amount um, of time. Um, or again, their VO2 does increase slightly. So beta alanine, I think, is one of those um, supplements that, right, if you want to kind of have a competitive edge on game day or for an aerobic capacity that um, is throughout a long period of time, um, definitely would recommend it. Um, but again, some side effects on that is paraphilasia. So that's that pins and needles feeling. You'll get that all over your face and your back. Honestly, like that. that's one reason why I like to take it. Oh, yeah. Some because people hate it, it and it, some people love it. Yeah, you, it you gets just, me hyped. Yeah. Like that with the caffeine intake, man, mm -hmm. if you give me that and I start feeling that, like I can lift anything. Mm -hmm. So a funny story. When I first took beta alanine in a pre-workout, I thought I was having an allergic reaction. I was getting <laughs> itchy and yeah. weird feeling. But now, again, I've grown to love it. Um, and it feels like somebody slapped me across the face. But again, same thing with caffeine and a lot of these other supplements, right? Your body builds a tolerance for it. You might have that effect early on. Um, but again, as you continuously take it, um, your body, again, adjusts or kind of, again, is adapted to it. And you don't feel that over a long period of time. So again, with beta alanine, right, uh, 3.2 uh, to 6 grams per day um, on the high end is good. Um, but again, I would also recommend cycling on and off of that. Maybe about two to three weeks on. Um, and just the same thing uh, coming off of one to two weeks off. So people that should take it, endurance athletes, people that are lifting, and people who enjoy the feeling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the next one we're going to talk about is one that I take. Uh, it is a stress herb, and it's ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is naturally going to decrease your cortisol, which cortisol is the main stress hormone. So if that goes down, then your stress levels go down. It also is a testosterone booster, which it's a natural testosterone booster, but I haven't personally noticed really any effects with this. Maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but there's still not a ton of research out on that. Uh, but on ashwagandha, there is clear research that it increases testosterone and decreases cortisol, uh, but it's one of the newer ones. 600 milligrams per day. Usually when you find this supplement, you can uh, find it in this dose so you don't really have to worry about it. It comes in a pill format and you just take it in between meals once per day. And honestly, I didn't believe this, but I started taking it because I was getting super, super, I was in a very stressful point in my life and I was starting to get tired. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna take this just to see how it ends up going. And man, I have absolutely loved it. I benefited from it a ton and I noticed immediately. One thing that I didn't mention as we were typing this list up is it actually dropped my blood pressure significantly. So my, yeah, my blood pressure is usually right around 140 over 90. And for the first time ever, it was like, like 120 over 70. There's a health benefit from it right yeah. there. Yeah, so ashwagandha, if you have high blood pressure, take ashwagandha, maybe it's your stress that's causing the blood pressure to be up and you don't, it's subconsciously affecting you and you don't really know that, wow, you're really stressed because whatever, re your supplements aren't on par and they're not helping you get your gains. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's one reason why I'd be stressing out right now. Uh, so if, if you should take it, it's up to you. Uh, I don't know of any side effects. There might be some, but I'm just unaware currently. And ashwagandha, it's for the individual who 
wants to decrease their stress or feel better overall. It's a herb. It's great. I don't know any negative side effects. <laughs> so next one, final. BCAAs. Oh, what are that? Man. Oh, man. Brain's chain amino acids. So uh, those are just three particular amino acids. Um, isoleucine, leucine, and valine, right? Those are the quote-unquote most anabolic um, amino acids um, within a, with all the amino acids that are out there. Um, so they inherently, right, they think, right, if we take these three, specifically leucine, um, in a dose daily or throughout the day, right, we should be able to increase protein synthesis throughout the day. So, right, um, be in a more um, anabolic state than a catabolic state. So, right, gains, more gains, and right, more gains is better. Um, however, right, um, as we said before, right, if your protein intake is sufficient enough, um, I am of the thought process of, I think BCAs are trash. They're a luxury supplement. Um, and if you want to take them, right, um, I found, right, they taste amazing. They curve hunger a little bit, right? And they usually kind of force you to intake some fluid because it has a little flavor. Um, but again, the, the thought process of, right, it's going to increase uh, net protein synthesis, um, I think has been debunked plenty of times. And I, if the listeners out there that want a good article, um, it's titled Branch Chain Amino Acids and Muscle Protein Synthesis in Humans. Myth or Reality is by Robert Wolf and kind of explains it as a, a puzzle, right? You only have three amino acids, right? And a complete protein um, is anywhere from it, a polypeptide is about six or more um, in an amino and BCAs, right? You only have three. So to really be able to elevate protein synthesis um, isn't going to really quote unquote happen. And again, you only have three. So to build a complete block of polypeptide, you're going to run out of ways to kind of connect the dots there because you only have three amino acids in play. Um, however, if you're in a dieting phase, um, you're super low on calories, I have no issue with it. Because um, again, right, um, it's flavored water, zero calories, and kind of curves your appetite. Um, but again, I, I quote unquote say this is the luxury supplement. Don't waste your money on it. Um, I would say the only benefit that you could expect to get from this is less muscle soreness. But like Adam said, if you're getting the amount of protein in, you're probably going to have less muscle soreness to begin with. But if you just don't want to waste your money on it, have protein right after your workout with a little bit of carbs, and it's going to do the exact same thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, BCAs, uh, major fake supplement that is way oversold, and I don't think there's really a point if you're doing everything else that you should be. Yeah, and if you, I'm sure you guys have all seen, if you're not, just search BCA memes, BCAA memes, right? And you'll see the guy in the pool, and he's pouring water on his face to try to cool himself down. And that's literally, if you're hitting your protein intake and drinking BCAs, again, you're wasting your money. Unless it helps you increase your water intake in some sort. Um, but again, I would just find other ways, cheaper ways to get water in, as in other types of low calorie or low sugar, whatever those, I forgot what, Pedialyte? No, that's not it. I, There's like, my, my dad, Crystal Light, there it is. Yeah. Crystal Light, that's another thing to flavor your water. Don't don't really waste your money on BCAs. Yeah, and this sort of actually, I, we didn't plan this, but BCAs is really just trying to mask something, and this leads us into our sort of wrap-up topic, is supplements, they're not going to mask other neglected parts of your programming or what your current plan is. So, I mean, let's talk about quickly uh, what should you focus on before supplements? And are supplements even necessary? And, I mean, what do you, what's your take uh, on mean, that? Supplements, right, it's in the definition, right? It's to supplement a deficient of whatever that you're lacking. So, um, I usually encourage if you have vitamin deficiencies or 
um, other type of deficiencies. Just get blood work and we can kind of, you know, plug and chug whatever supplement we may need. Um, but again, supplements are a tool to help you um, fill those nutrition gaps. Again, if you're lacking protein, protein powder is an easy, convenient source. Um, if you're lacking, you know, omega-3s, fish oil is an easy source to improve that. And again, if you're looking for performance enhancement, supplements, caffeine, beta-alanine, ashwagandha, certain supplements like that can also help with that. But again, um, don't treat it as in, oh my God, if I don't have it, I'm going to die, right? Um, it's a supplement. We can also just by changing up our diet a little bit, could also um, fill in those nutrition gaps. And I think a lot of people rely on them too much and it's almost like a band-aid effect. They work for a little bit. Um, and I think I allude that to more of a placebo effect. Um, but over time, right, you're just going to feel like complete crap again, or you'll, you're missing something else. Yeah. And I think the missing, uh, there's these trainers out here that will be like, you have to take this, you have to take this, you have to take this. But like me as a coach, I have never recommended one supplement because as long as I know I'm coaching them on nutrition and programming is on point, mm -hmm. like they're really not going to need any supplements other than creatine. I mean, creatine has no negative side effects. And if everything else is in place, creatine is just going to give you a little extra boost with that lean muscle mass increase or the heat benefits that it'll provide or the the previous benefits that creatine is just one of, one of those ones that you probably should take because if you do everything else right, that's just going to bump it up a little bit more. Where the others, if you do everything else right, it might not play that big of a role other than the small benefits that we provided. And again, before you go into you know wasting your money or putting through put, putting out your money, um, make sure your other things are in check, as in like right your nutrition, your sleep, um, and even possibly you know your step count, because those little things, those little modifications, right? They're not um, costing you anything other than possibly some time. Um, but again, you're not um, taking a chance on a supplement, spending X amount of dollars on it, and stuff like that. So again, I think the best supplements out there: real food, some sleep. Uh, protein powder for convenience, omega-3s if you're lacking those, and then creatine. I think everyone and anyone should be taking creatine. Yeah, so that basically summarizes this episode, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you learned some supplements. Hopefully you learned not to focus on supplements before your other things. And where yeah, yeah, guys, if you have any questions, concerns about any supplements that we take or we would recommend, or if you have questions on an X amount of supplement, um, reach out to me or Chris. Um, on an IG, I'm at the Coach AI, and Chris is at at C Doobie, C D U B I E E. I think I'm gonna stop spelling that, or I don't know when I'm gonna stop spelling <laughs> that. But yeah, find us, ask us questions. We can help you out. Uh, we don't work this. We do this for a living, but we do help as much as we can without programming and coaching you. So yep, yep. All right, guys, appreciate you tuning in. Looking forward to seeing you guys next time.